Welcome to the Plant Rich Podcast, where we enter together into the web of life in all of its many seen and unseen dimensions. I'm Erin Schrader, owner of the Rebel Herbalist, and it is my honor to hold this portal to the other world. Let's enter, shall we? this week. I'm having a lot of inner processing going on, which makes it difficult for me to verbally express. I'm an introverted person by nature, so when the energy starts going deep inside me, it can be really hard to turn that energy and move it outside of me. So I'm going to just start talking and see what comes. I'm watching an earthworm move along the top of new mulch that I put down in our stone circle. And s'mores, the neighborhood cat, is sitting at my feet, just a few feet from a vole she dispatched of earlier today. I'm watching Willow, our new adopted hen, make her way into the coop. The earth is sighing in relief after a full day of drenching rain which we desperately needed. The energy of the solstice was so potent yesterday. I was so lucky to have done a solstice ceremony with a local coven over the weekend. And then yesterday participated in a land healing ceremony presented by the ancient order of Druids in America. And that was really, really beautiful. My spiritual life is so rich and full, and I'm surrounded by such amazing humans. For years, I really struggled with humans. I didn't even identify as human. I felt like more of a mushroom or something, or um, I had always felt so different than everyone else I knew. But in the past few years, I have been steadily making progress with the work of identifying as human and being proud of being human and finding myself in relationship with humans who are the best of us. I had a dream years ago that I may have talked about here before, I'm not sure, where I was with a galactic being And she was giving me instructions on how to come down to earth and help liberate other beings without losing myself here. And she described it as if I was going underwater, under the density of water. And if I took a breath here, even if it felt urgent to breathe, if I took a breath here in this world, I would forget where I came from and why I'm here. And in those moments where there is urgency, a trick to help me stay longer without breathing the air of this world is to turn over a trilobite and put its belly to my face and take a deep breath from the trilobite's belly and that will sustain me. And I worked for years to understand that symbolism. What does it mean to breathe from the belly of a trilobite? Of course, trilobites are one of the most ancient creatures on earth. They were abundant um, in North America. 
So of course I thought of the symbolism of the underbelly, the place where we're soft, the place where our vital organs are vulnerable. I thought about ancient vulnerability and the pulse of life of, as it's been moving through time on this planet. But the symbolism really started to unfurl for me when I discovered the trilobites adaptation for survival in low oxygen, high pressure volcanic environments. And what trilobite figured out how to do was to farm sulfur loving bacteria in their respiratory system, akin to early gills. And they would grow sulfur loving bacteria who would metabolize the sulfur in the sulfur rich environment and then exhale oxygen. And this created a symbiotic relationship where the trilobite was a protective house for the sulfur loving bacteria who then acted like an oxygen mask for the trilobite. And so I started to really think deeply about this. What is sulfur? Well, in the alchemical tradition, sulfur is akin to the soul, the masculine principle, the sun. It is the heart of the matter, where the meaning is. And so for me to survive down here in the work of this world, I have to be surrounded by people of the soul, people who crave the depth and can metabolize the depth into life. And I am so happy to say that those people exist. Not only do they exist, but I'm finding that there are a lot of them. And they are wise and they are kind. And they're imperfect. And they're quirky. And they're human. And they make life bearable. Life in a world that often doesn't make sense. There was a time when I was younger where I really believed that if I could achieve enough, I could be safe here. If I could prove to people I was valuable, that I knew what I was talking about, that I was a hard worker, that all of that would convert into some semblance of safety for me here in this place. But the course of my life has proved to me that that is not true. I know a lot of hardworking, valuable people who were not safe, who had terrible things happen to them. And so my definition of safety and my goals in this world have radically shifted. Now I don't want some kind of imagined safety guaranteed to me. And I know that anyone who promises that is does not have my best interests in mind. 
but instead I want to belong here as much as I can while not forgetting my goal of liberation that was shown to me so clearly in that dream. In the dream, I would look into the eyes of people and I would know by the look in their eye if they could be liberated or not. And if they could, I would bring them to the surface with me and they would take a breath of clear air and they would remember, they would wake up. It was like coming out of the matrix. And then I would dive back down and look into more people's eyes and see whose eyes twinkled, whose soul was on fire. And then I would bring them to the surface. And that is still what I'm here to do. I am still here to seek liberation and to belong to other sulfur loving beings people who seek the soul because that is sustenance in a place where most meaning has been categorically and systematically destroyed and replaced with commodities. So what is liberation? I recently wrote a Facebook post about my first um, retreat at Omega Institute in 2009, I was there with Dr. Stanislav Groff and Jack Cornfield for a, an intensive week-long immersion in um, holotropic breathwork and Vipassana meditation. Experiencing holotropic breathwork sessions and then utilizing Vipassana meditation for integration between sessions. It was such a powerful experience. Our first night there, we wrote our intention for the week and put it on the altar. And my intention was peace. The next day, we began our uh, breathwork training. And I watched people have incredible somatic release through breathwork. People who were so docile and quiet and calm were suddenly growling and hissing and writhing and wrestling with Dr. Groff on the floor. And after the sessions, I could see the look in their eyes that I saw in my dream. Their souls were awake. They were on fire. And so I changed my intention from peace to freedom. I wanted to be free in the way I saw the freedom come across the eyes of these people and the breathwork sessions with me. So that awakeness where we remember who we are outside of all of the pain that we've experienced here, when we remember what's possible that is not within the prescribed borders of our experiences when we become citizens of something bigger than our family our neighborhood our country we become citizens of a wider belonging that is what liberation looks like to me
and where we are freed from all of that conditioning that comes with identification with smaller selves so that we can respond authentically in every moment. And in that authentic response, we create a field of emergence where something new can happen here. And it's not the same cycle being repeated time after time after time. The same story playing out. The same pattern etched into the bones of those who live and die. But instead, when we are liberated, when we are free, when we are awake, we become a conduit, a vessel, a sacred well from which ancient wisdom can bubble forth in new ways and quench the thirst of a really dry world. So for those of you who I've connected with over the years, who are sulfur people, I thank you from the bottom of my heart because you've helped me find my way back to being human and being happy to be human. To those of you who have fire in your eyes and remember something more than what the world tells you that you are, thank you for liberating yourself, participating in your liberation and helping to liberate others. I am under no delusion that I actually liberate anyone, (laughs) but I do believe that my work is to be as liberated as I can so that I can help others get there too. And just thank you for listening and being here. May the fires of this solstice burn bright in you. May we all be blessed on our earth walk, no matter what it asks of us. If you would like to support the podcast, you can find a link at plantwitchpodcast.com or you can go directly to Patreon at patreon.com slash the rebel herbalist. We welcome your financial support and we also welcome your participation in this vibrant community of humans who are working together to rejoin the web of life. The audio that you hear for the intro and outro of this podcast is the song Vikings by Alan Gray. Thank you for joining me for the Plant Witch Podcast. I'm your host, Erin Schrader. I'm an herbalist, a mother, a holistic nurse, and a practitioner of the ancient ways. You can connect with me between episodes at therebelherbalist.com or on Instagram and Facebook, The Rebel Herbalist. Thank you for joining me, and it's time to come back to